The WNBA has announced a new TV deal that's going to run through 2025, and the Chicago Sky get a surprising news about one of their players that they thought were going to be available is actually going to miss out on the 2023 season. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. Welcome to Chicago Sky Central, and here's your host, Hayes. What's going on, Sky fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Sky Central. Not a long episode today, but I miss you guys, so I wanted to get some content out. Plus, we got stuff to talk about. The WNBA has announced a new deal with Ion uh, with a multi-year uh, TV deal that, w- that will run, won't run past 2025. We'll talk about why that's important in a minute. But Ion will broadcast 15 uh, Friday night games on their Scripps channel, uh, Scripps channel uh, to expand, help expand the league and the notice around the league. And this is a, a, a good deal for a couple of different reasons. The league viewership has grown, right? The WNBA viewership has grown and been trending upward since about 2008. It's been slowly going up. And so as the viewership is starting to grow um, in, in the WNBA and, and just the the the, the awareness of the WNBA and the product there is growing substantially getting another tv deal that is going to air even though it's only friday nights but hey that's a prime time spot especially when you look at you know fridays people doing things uh you know kind of winding down from the week so we'll see what that what that could mean ultimately for the WNBA and the growth there but this is just another step in the importance of the WNBA gaining awareness from hopefully across the world and especially stateside as we continue to try to grow that game and so you know, women's basketball right now is at an all-time high. When you look at, especially coming out of the women's NCAA finals um, and what that championship game meant and just how much notice and conversation was around that game, and then you look at the super team era coming, well, there's always kind of been super teams in the WNBA, but the new super teams that have formed as well in the WNBA this season, adding another avenue and another outlet for WNBA games to be viewed on can't do anything but help the league as we continue to grow, and we're pushing towards expansion as well. Now, the deal will not run past 2025, and the reason why that is important is that this, that's the next time the WNBA is up, media rights contract is up with ESPN. So they want everything to kind of end around the same time, so when it's time to go back to the negotiating table, that they have every avenue. They do not have any contracts uh, kind of outstanding at that time. And so, you know, with my own kind of personal issues with how the, the ESPN has, has, you know, handled some of their broadcasts, like I've, hats off to them for broadcasting, right? You can't take away from ESPN broadcasting uh, WNBA games. That's the biggest sports outlet right now. But at the same time, I just wish the coverage was a little bit better. But with that media rights running out in 2025, um, it's going to give the WNBA, and, and by that point, he could be talking about expansion being a thing that could also maybe be the season before the same season as expansion coming, uh, then being able to go to the drawing board, trying to get a better uh, TV contract overall and see what that means. And, you know, it's up to them to continue b- building awareness in the brand between now and then. And on top of that, just making sure they put a great product out and kind of fixing some of the issues that are around the WNBA. You're not going to fix all of them in just three seasons because you have this season, then the two after that until the deal is up. But, you know, we'll end up seeing what that means for, the WNBA, but right now, uh, Ion and their partnership with the WNBA is going to put the product out in front of more faces, and let's hope that we convert those people into fans of the WNBA game. Now, got to talk about some Sky News. And so we did get some. This actually came out the same day as my last episode dropped, but I didn't get a chance to talk about it because I didn't see it until after I posted the episode, and that is a Stu Nador fall has uh, made the decision that she will be sending out the 2023 season. And she quoted the fact of the quick turnaround time between her overseas commitments to the start of the WNBA season. And basically, she just needs a rest. Now, Astu was basically going to be the only true center 
on this roster. Now, you guys know Isabel Harrison can absolutely play center in this league, and I'm looking at her probably being the one to slide over there. That just really puts a, a, a bigger you know, spotlight on, on what she can do and how she can grow her game, what she can do as far as protecting the rim, things like that. But uh, her defense is going to be even more important. That is it. But outside of just Isabel Harrison and what that means for her and how much we're gonna, more we're going to rely on her, you also have to look at Elena Smith. Um, and, you know, it's a lot of questions around Elena Smith and, you know, how her game coming back to the WNBA, how she's going to be able to adapt her game, how, how much she's going to be able to benefit. But when you really look at it, I mean, she's definitely going to be a player that comes in as well and, and has to give some things for the Chicago Sky and probably play some of that center position. So as we, you know, we have a lot of forwards in this league. We did not have a lot. We only had one true center, like I said, in a stew. So now that removes that and, you know, a stew and what, what her defense means her rebounding, the shot blocking, um, and just, you know, her veteran leadership and everything was going to be needed in a team that's really, I wouldn't call it full, re no, it's it's rebuild. We rebuilt this roster, James Wade did, and it was needed. Um, I don't know why I have, like, this negative connotation with the word rebuild. That's my own personal thing. But, no, we definitely had to rebuild the roster when you look at how many uh, players that we left. And so having that veteran leadership, the player that also comes in, understands how James Wade, James Wade likes to, um, likes to coach and what he likes to get out of his players. Having that veteran voice and leadership is, I think, something that we can kind of overlook at times, but we're not going to have that now. And so it's going to put a spotlight on Isabel Harrison. It's going to put a spotlight on Elena Smith as well. And then even think when you look at Morgan Birch as well um, and what it means for her to come in. And, you know, she is on a training camp deal. We don't know if she's necessarily going to make the roster quite yet. But, again, 6'4 uh, player on the roster, uh, Christine uh, as well, and Gigway, I think is how you pronounce that as well. Another player uh, from that 2019 draft class who was a ninth overall pick in the WNBA draft. This gives them maybe an opportunity to make this roster now, whereas before it kind of was looked at as, hey, there, it may have been a long shot for them to really um, make this roster. So we'll see what that ends up meaning for the Chicago Sky. They have to continue to figure it out. Um, and, you know, I, at the end of the day, it's this, right? And when, when you just look at it, this team is going to have to find a way to come together. And that's just really what it boils down to. And, uh, you know, oh, and a player that I did forget as well is Lee Yaru. Like, what, what, is, what is her status? Like, last time James Wade spoke about it, it was kind of like it was up and down. that They were kind of unsure if she was going to actually compete in this season. So if she does come in, that's another true center for the Chicago Sky. But it seems like there's some question marks around her as well. But, hey, this Sky team's going to have to figure it out. And even if we do play small, it is what it is. We know we're going to attack the rim. We know we're going to try to play defense um, really hard. But, you know, when you look at, what a stew could have meant to this team, especially, you know, on both sides of the ball uh, with the attacking style that we expect to have from our guards and Kalia Copper, who's probably going to end up playing the three. Um, and, you know, it, it, you have to adapt. And that just is what it is. That's nothing that's uh, unfamiliar with this game overall. You have to find a way to adapt. Um, but I'll tell you what, one of the positions that the Sky are going to have the most difficulty overcoming is is the center and forward position if they have heavy injuries there. And, you know, it, it, that's not a typical thing, and we hope that everyone can stay as healthy as possible. Also looking at uh, Ruthie Hebert as well as what she's going to do um, for this team. But they have to figure it out. They have to absolutely figure out what they are going to do um, at that at that big woman position to just bring some size, bring some athleticism, bring some uh, some uh, rim protection as well to this team. And that, that really, I think, is going to put the spotlight especially on Isabel Harrison and Elena Smith early in the season to really kind of figure out what they have, what they can bring on that side of the ball. Izzy is a monster. We all know the, the, the energy that Izzy constantly plays with. But when you look at uh, Elena Smith, who came into the WNBA, went out for a while, is coming back, um, 
What is that? What impact is she going to make? How is she going to adapt again to the WNBA game to going away kind of help her, um, you know, maybe come back and be better prepared for what the WNBA game is like? So, you know, that's kind of the biggest questions around there. Let me know what you guys think on everything down below. That's it for me for today. Make sure you're following the show at uh, Shy, Sky Pod, Shy Sky Pod on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagoskycentralgmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailback episodes that will get started whenever you guys start sending them in, uh, the number to do so is 770-773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Sky related. And I'll see you guys the next time we go to Skytown. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.